The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Van Fieren, and joining me today in the studio is my very own brother, Andrew Van Fieren. Andrew, welcome. Thank you. And um, as you can see by the title of the series, we are talking about healing. And we are actually just going to tell you what's already in the Bible. Mm, What's already done. Yeah, and what's in the Bible is basically just telling you what Jesus has already done. Yes. But we're going to, you know, Andrew, we're going to break it down for the people. Yeah. And um, we're going to have a lot of fun in this series. We will. Let's uh, just jump into a word of prayer and then we can get into it. Oh, Dad, um, thank you for having us in your studio today. <laughs> and um, we just welcome everything that you have to say. There's things that you have to say, you know. There are things that when you when you say it, it gets the person thinking. Yes. And um, Andrew and myself, we are just, um, we're just vessels. Eh? So as we healed ourselves today we thank you dad you you work through us and you talk to your children and you tell them exactly what you need them to hear you know where they are um you know the scripture talks about you being the husband man and that means when you're working in that garden you know how to tend over each and every plant you know what each and every plant needs you know where they are in their growth and um we just the vessels and just uh, enjoy mm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Andrew, um, this series is entitled, as I said, You Are Already Healed. Yes. And they are. Once again, it's it's based on what Jesus has already done for us. Yeah. So we're going to open up by reading our anchor inscription. Yeah. And that is First Peter 2.24. Uh-huh. And I'm going to start off by reading from the King James. And it says, Who his own self bear sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes he were healed. Ye were healed. All in our <laughs> common day English, you were healed. Yes. That's past tense right there. Yeah. So let me just read that uh, from the Amplified Classic Version. He personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar and offered himself on it. That we might die, cease to exist to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Mm. I like that, eh? You have been healed. And this is something that's it's it's not common in the body of Christ. Yeah. And it should be. That we are already healed. Well, Andrew, I just want to you know, just before we went on, we were talking uh well we, we prayed for the direction of this yes, um, yes, we did. episode. And um it's not that it's not that we are mocking 
um, churches out there mm. and so forth. It's it's really not. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we just want to bring to light where the church is today. Mm. Mm. So if you if you look, Andrew, a couple of thousand years ago when Jesus was preaching, a lot of the times when he was preaching, he preached until, you know, he said, okay, you know, these people have been here a few days, they didn't have any food. Mm. You know, and he, he tells this, and you know, people don't talk about that. Yeah. They just quote, you know, um, Jesus fed the 5,000. Mm. Um, how long were they hungry before he fed them? Mm. Why? Because he placed a priority on the word. That's true. When Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness, he quoted the word mm. to the devil when he was tempted of the devil. Yes. Um, you go and read. You go and read uh, the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul preached so long mm. that one guy he he got so tired he was on the third floor. And he fell down out the window and died. I mean, can you can you see the headlines mm. of the mainstream media from that? <laughs> I don't want to. Religion kills innocent man. <laughs> this man had a wife and five children. And all he did was he went to go and serve God. If it wasn't for the gospel... You would still be living. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's just finish that off. Paul just said, just hold on. And he went down and threw his cloak over the guy and raised him from the dead. Went back up. And the scripture says they basically preached. He preached till the next morning. Mm. So um, fast forward to today. And Andrew, uh, a big problem that I have seen, and, you, you know, we just... We mentioned it now just before we went on. And, and it's a direction. It's the direction that the Spirit of God wants us to take. Yes. And, you know, he, you're sitting in church and they do uh, their praise and worship. They, they've got like a system that they follow. Yes. And there's usually like six songs. Mm. And it usually stretches out for about 30, 40 minutes. Yes. And then sometimes, as we've said, <laughs> some of those songs, they say, you know, it's just coming to an end. Um, hey, let's just pick up on that chorus again. <laughs> you know, or someone that's very false in their singing will mm -hmm. want to step up and kind of stretch that last verse out mm -hmm. and then sing it and then sing it. The whole song is usually five minutes, <laughs> but he, <laughs> he comes on the scene I'm going to show you what 10 minutes look like. <laughs> so um, then there's announcements and so forth. Now, all of this is taking place at church. Yes. When the minister finally comes on, he preaches probably 30 minutes max. Mm. In some cases, he's watching the clock. And the congregation is at a place where mm, I hope he doesn't talk long now. You know, they also, they start watching the time. You know, where are we going to go after this? Yeah, you know, I believe that uh, when you go to church, you're supposed to be fed spiritually. Yeah. And I believe that the praise and worship 
uh, that time that they dedicate for that, it should yeah. not match the sermon. Yes, yes. It really shouldn't. Like you, you're not going there. It's it's not a concert. Well, Andrew, uh, that's very good. It's not a concert. Mm. Yeah, I didn't buy not. tickets. Yeah, you know, so and, you know, it's it's gone over now where the praise and worship team. They um, they've got smoke and there's color color coded lights that. and yeah, I've seen that. Um, you know, listen, I'm not against praise and worship. Mm. But, dude, when you're doing this for yourself so that you can look good, mm. you're going to find out there's no anointing there anymore. Mm. You are all on your own mm. on that stage. And then we've got praise and worship leaders who now have stepped over into they feel like they have a word in every single service. Yes, yes. Um we we must, uh, you know, they they coming to a place now where they starting to overtake the pastor, mm. and uh, we need to we need to prioritize. We need to go back to, you know, there's nothing wrong with praise and worship. Mm. There's really nothing wrong with it, but when you start focusing on that, where it's almost taking up the entire service, something mm. is wrong. Exactly, you know, like uh, if. Anyone goes to a restaurant, yeah. they, they, they go in there to eat. Yeah. And when you're going to a church, you're going there to be fed spiritually. Yeah. And no one gets fed spiritually, you know, on praise and worship. You know, um, Andrew, years ago, uh, Kenneth e. Hagen, which uh, I absolutely love him. Mm. I mean, it's, I still have most of his teaching. I've got it on my TV. I've got it on my phone. Mm. Um, it's on my computer. It's like everywhere. Um, he was, uh, I'm not too sure now, it was the night before the service, um, Jesus appeared to him. This was back in the, I think the 40s or something like that, 40s or 50s. Um, I stand to be corrected. Mm. And Jesus appeared to him and showed him what the service was going to be like the next day. And the Lord said to him, uh, did I call you? Because he told him he must go and preach healing. Mm. He said, did I call you to preach healing or did I call you to do praise and worship? And he said, well, you called me to preach healing. And then Jesus said, so why are you taking so long with the praise and worship? Mm. Because he went and he said he was just following the tradition. You know, yes. that's what all the churches do. You know, you do your praise and worship. They do about six songs and. You know, some push it to 45 minutes. Some are, are praising, worshiping for an hour. And Jesus told Kenneth Yagen, he said, limit it to two songs and preach the word. And, you know, uh, the reason why there's a problem with long praise and worship, you know, um, for instance, the, the Sunday service to a lot of people, that's only word that they get in. Oh, my goodness. Say that again. Yeah, well... Um, that's that's the only word that they get in, yeah. and you know they got families. That, yeah. You know they got children. Should I say, um, they got a spouse. They got full time jobs that yeah. they need to look after the house. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And you know the whole week, um, the devil is coming at them. Yeah. And Sunday comes, and it's half praise and worship, and half a teaching. Yeah. And it should not be like it that. It should not be like that. 
the scripture the scripture does not mm. say um you know he sent his praise and worship mm. and healed him mm. it doesn't say in the beginning was praise and worship no it doesn't <laughs> you know no, i'm i'm just i'm i'm really i'm not knocking praise and worship mm. but it's it's like you say we've come to a place now and i'm that was just one uh, one church that I've been to that I've witnessed this. Mm -hmm. But now I've come across different people who go to different churches, and they've got that mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, don't preach too long. That's what they say. Don't preach too long. So we're at a place where the the church has been desensitized yes. to the importance of the word. So now... The word of God is not top priority. Dude, when they are out there trying to fight the devil, mm. they not they got no strength. Exactly. They got no strength because we're going to sing now, we're going to see what song we can pull out and, and try and sing it against the devil, mm. you know. That's not going to win any battles. Mm. It, it does, you know, Jesus did not say, it is sung. <laughs> 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 you know. When my f when my feet are upon the water, <laughs> you know, um, it is written. Yes, that's what he said. It is written. He quoted the word. Yes, he sang hymns, but I guarantee you, when he meditated at night, he didn't meditate on a song. Exactly. He didn't meditate on a hymn. He meditated on what his dad said. And you know, I, I love it in the New Testament how it says um, that Jesus. Uh, cast out devils with his word. Mm, didn't didn't he, cast he didn't, out devils with his song. No, he didn't uh, pull out a mic and just start singing. This is from the latest um, artist that came out now, 20, <laughs> 2021. Devil, you are finished. <laughs> i got a new song now, you know? <laughs> yeah, and like you quoted um, Psalms 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them yeah. and delivered them from their destructions. You see. So it all comes down to the word, the word, I mean, was here before any of us. Andrew, now we are living in a time. Let's just, let's just backtrack to the Gospels. And when you read the Gospels, what stands out the most to you? Um, for me, it's primarily healings yes, taking place. Yes. Demons are being cast out. People are delivered. And lots and lots of healings taking place. People raised from the dead. Yeah. Now, it came, so, it, it came to a place where... The fame of Jesus spread abroad to till it came down into the prisons, yes, where John the Baptist was was there, and he heard about it, and he sent his disciples to say, um, "Are you the one that we're waiting for?" Yes, and it went right up into the palace where Herod heard about it. So he his fame spread abroad, and if that's the First thing that stands out to me is, I mean, just everyone got healed. Mm. Everyone got healed. You just read about, and 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 they were all healed of every sickness and every disease. Yes. You you come across that, and you fast forward now into our time, and because there's no top priority on the word, mm. and top priority has been placed on music, mm -hmm. on praise and worship. And it's been under the guise of, you know, that's how we enter into his courts of praise. Mm. You know, that's how we enter into his presence through, um, you know, you know through um, praise and worship, yes. which is true. That is biblical. 
but don't use that so that you can be the star of the show. Mm. And you are making light of the word, mm. you know. Make sure the preacher doesn't talk that much because guess what? When he's not talking, you're not growing. Mm. I haven't grown from any praise and worship. Have no. you? No, I haven't. I have grown from the word, mm-hmm. but I have not grown from praise and worship. And that's where the problem is. So now you're sitting you're sitting in a society today where it's more prevalent that people are not convinced of healings mm. and miracles. And when preachers are doing it and there's healing evangelists where there's miracles that are taking place, they are called heretics. They yes, are called yes. false prophets. And and this is from people inside the church. Mm. But it's uh, it's people who's going to churches where the preacher preaches 10 minutes. Yes. And they sing for 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, there's a, there, there's a gospel superstar on the stage. And, you know, that's what I wanted to say. Um, if every church was talking about healing it would be so common in the body of christ like if you're sick just go and get your healing yeah you know it would be a natural thing um like in today's society for for example you know because uh, the dams are low etc it's a natural thing to go uh, buy water yeah it's a natural thing like yeah. everyone does it and um like if if the body of christ was taught on healing it would be natural it would be so natural. It will be spilling over into, um, you know, uh, to the sinners' ears. Yeah. And you know, work colleagues and family members and friends and all that. But that the church isn't really focusing on healing. No, they don't, Andrew. They don't even know that they were healed, mm. and they certainly don't know about faith. No. So you got people who will talk you out of healing. Yes, that's true. They will talk you, uh, and they will say, sickness and disease is a blessing in disguise. Mm. Um, they will tell you stuff like, they're not, they're not convinced of healing at all. No, they're not. And they, they will say, um, you know, you don't know what God is trying to teach you. Mm. You see, um, you, you know, we don't know the plans of God. They're coming up now with all sorts of excuses. This, Andrew, is everyday life. Yes, this is every single day life. Now, um, if they actually read their Bible, see, I'm just going to flip over quickly to um, John 10.10. 10. And if we go there to John 10.10, 10, it says, this is, this is not in a praise and worship song, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. If it was, they would know that because they're <laughs> spending 45 minutes singing. Um, the thief, the thief, is Jesus a thief? No ways. Let's see who's the thief and who's the shepherd. He says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Andrew, what does cancer do? It steals. It kills, actually. It steals and kills. What does heart disease do? It kills. What does lung disease do? Kills. What what does tumors do? It kills. Okay, so that's the thief's... um, that's that he's he's to blame you, right? Yes. Yes. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I am the good shepherd, verse eleven. So sickness and disease, that is not life. No. That is not life. That that robs a person. But Andrew, the the people are still thinking that 
Sickness comes from God. Disease mm. comes from God. He's trying to teach them something. We don't know his plans, mm. so forth. But yeah, Jesus, it's very simple. You just go to John 10.10. 10. Yes. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Mm. Any time in the Gospels have you read where Jesus went and put cancer or the, the palsy apparently was quite famous back then, and and leprosy. Yeah. Did Jesus at any time put leprosy or the palsy on anyone? And it's recorded in the Gospels. I've never read it. And I only I've, read where he's healing. I got a lot of Bibles. Because he's a good I've shepherd. Yes. He's a good shepherd, right? People came to him for the blessing. No one rushed up to him for the curse. Now, what is so hard about this that you don't get? I've never read where someone walked up to Jesus and said, Lord, I'm too healthy. Yeah. Please, like, help me out here. Little, uh, a little dash of leprosy <laughs> and a side of the palsy. <laughs> and Jesus said, if you believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are we out of time? we got about a minute left. All right. We should, we should be like Kenneth Gavin. Tim, how much time do we have back there? <laughs> so, but, Andrew, um, you know, if you're doing too much singing and you're, doing, you, you're, not, you're not prioritizing on the word, mm. You know, faith comes by hearing. Yes. And hearing the praise and worship. Nope. Okay. So <laughs> faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of mm. God. If you prioritize on that, you will find out that the devil is the thief. Yes. You'll find out that he comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he's the one that's doing all the destroying. And exactly. if you read the Gospels, you'll find out that it was Jesus healing everyone, yes. and he never put sickness or disease on anyone, not, not one once. person. And I think that's a wrap. That is. Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.